What does Kim Kardashian and the market have in common? That's coming up on today's Three Minutes on Markets and Money. So as I said, what does Kim Kardashian have to do with the market? Well, on Friday, we may have put in at least a big bottom right here on the markets, at least in the short term here, and looking for a bit of a reflexive rally. Two things happened last week that were very positive in terms of the outcome for the markets. First of all, on Thursday, even though the markets finished down for the day, we actually laid in a green candle because markets did sell off early today, but then rallied back above where they opened by the end of the day. So we have kind of this first establishment of at least a test of the three standard deviations from the 50-day moving average. Then on Friday, we have a very strong rally in the markets, getting us back up into two standard deviation territory and getting very, very close here to triggering a money flow buy signal with the market still very oversold. We've got a couple of positive developments here that suggest we might be putting in a bottom, at least in the short term, and that would give us an attempt here to potentially rally back to the 20-day moving average, which is currently on the SPY right around 416, 418 on SPY. If we can get above that level, we're going to get to the top of this downtrend line, which is really going to be right about at the 50-day moving average by the time we get to that point. That's going to be right around 430 on the S&P. So somewhere between this 418 to 431 level on the S&P is the likely retracement coming off this short-term bottom. Again, we have very negative sentiment. Markets are very oversold. Technical indicators are very offsides. And that gives us that oversold condition necessary and the fuel needed to create this bit of a rally here back to these higher levels. Once we get to these higher levels, and again, once we establish this bottom is actually in and we get this rally, we'll definitely want to use this target zone as an opportunity to reduce risk, rebalance portfolios. We're not out of the woods just yet by any stretch of the imagination. Fed still hiking rates, still weakening economy. We're going to see earnings start to get tailored down as we go further into this year. So there's going to be overhead pressure to the markets. And more importantly, since so many investors got trapped into this decline from the beginning of the year, every time we get a rally, it's going to be met with sellers. So again, use this rally here. Again, as we get this, use this rally to begin to rebalance that risk in portfolios, raise a little bit more cash, think about shifting into other areas that might be more defensive against more volatility to the markets later this year. Now, once we begin to establish a longer term bottom and that that bottom is in place, we'll know that by the fact that this downtrend channel that we've been in really since the beginning of this year, we'll have a break out of that channel and that will start to set us up for a higher move. At that point, we can start putting capital back to work on a better risk reward basis. No, we're not going to catch the exact bottom. We're not going to buy the bottom, uh, you know, kind of like that March 2020 low. That's likely not going to be the case here. What we're looking for is this market to confirm that this correctionary bear market period is over. That's probably going to be later on this year, maybe even in, into 2023 before we see that actually occur. Once we start to see better price action in the markets, it'll be a safer investment to put a lot of capital back to work. Until then, we play defense. I'm your host, Lance Roberts, for the three minutes on markets and money. We'll see you next time.